0: Welcome back to Marvel Maniac and MCU after show. I'm Eric Cicada, your host, aka Mr. Honest of the Mr. Honest Podcast, the one that got it going for me. We are here today to talk about WandaVision, episode six. As I'm recording it yet, I don't know the title as usual, but I'm finding usually the titles are available like right after I record this podcast, Um, currently about two episodes after the two hours after the episode premiered. um, Wow, a big episode as usual. Um, It seems this is one of those shows where it just keeps getting better and better and better. And we are here to talk about every minute. Every beat, every second. Um, yeah, so we got a lot to talk about this week. Um, what did you think? Uh, I do want your thoughts. I would love to hear them. Marvel Maniac Pod at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter. Just getting going on on Twitter. Not a lot of tweets from us recently, but let's get some Twitter action going at Marvel Maniac Pod on Twitter. Get at me at Eric Cicada at E-R-I-C-S-E-Q-U-E-I-R-A on Twitter. Um, okay, let's get into this episode. Enough promotion. Enough spamming. Um, WandaVision uh, episode six. So in the recap, I had a brother named Pietro. it shows a clip from Ultron of Pietro getting shot and dying. I don't know why Uh, but I just love love, love homage to other MCU Um, and just seeing the shot in the recap next to the other clips of the show tying the movies together with the show it's just good. It's just good. I mean, when you're trying to tie bows in the Star Wars movies um, neat little bows um from trilogies that are 20 years apart you know made 20 years apart or so it's a little tougher but uh when you're consistently you know brushing things up every couple of years man it just makes things so clean and um i really love what they're doing here um all right the first note is on the recap let's try to keep this going <laughs> um she recast pietro uh, literally like i literally in the first few minutes like the recap is even getting me going i had so much hype going into this um i'm like where is this going um so i saw a tweet and i like you know i know you, you shouldn't believe everything you read online it was like a prayer circle i thought this episode i heard this episode was gonna be 55 minutes long um I wrote short episode, thirty seven minutes. Even though there have been shorter episodes, um, but I had accepted, expected this one to be fifty five minutes long. Which for me, if in you know, in terms of my like note taking and like the way I watch these episodes, um, I want, I go back and rewind moments uh, a lot of times. It would probably take me like two and a half hours to watch it, um, which is not a problem. But I was really anticipating longer, but it. Did take me a long time to watch this one, because this was a pretty interesting episode. So, we start with our 90s intro, but as we look further into the episode, I'm kind of thinking this is more like early 2000s. I don't know, what do you think? Tommy has a handheld camera, and he's running around the house, like, catching freeze frames of Wanda in the bathroom. Like, giving, like, what are you doing look, and uh, Vision, uh, and the cast, and... uh, Agnes has like naughty written on her butt. Just pointing that out. <laughs> kind of like, kind of like it's very, you know, very of the times. Yeah, that's why I think I, I was writing '90s, but then there's a couple of indicators. Like later in the film, I I, I wrote later. I'll just say now, like they're walking out of a movie and it's uh, on the on the in the movie, uh, you know, on top of the theater. It's written Incredibles and uh, the Parent Trap. I'm assuming it's the Lindsay Lohan one. And uh, those are both early two thousands for sure, not nineties. So uh, it's a mix of the two. I mean, it's Wanda's vision, right? Um, she's kind of mixing her own realities. And I don't, I don't know if there's any definitive clear lines. It's not like they're saying this is the nineties week or this is the seventies week, and, you know what I mean. So yeah, it's like a pretty fun. Like 90s, early 2000s, as theme song. We're definitely moving through the ages here. And it's just so shocking to see. It it, it does say, you know, uh, Pietro um, as Pietro, but like it's so shocking to see Evan Evan Peters and Awesome uh, with the cast. Man, that must have been tough to keep under wraps One of those really hard things For the cast and crew and everything It's like one of those like baby Yoda thing, You know, sorry, Grogu things Or, uh, you know, just one of those hard th- secrets To keep under wraps um, For the cast So getting into the plot It's Halloween in Westview Okay And uh, I'm getting a lot of Malcolm in the Middle vibes Here From Billy and Tommy Like breaking the fourth wall And they're like telling us about Halloween Like what Halloween's all about and the twins are really interested in their uncle and like there's in this moment they're sleeping uncle and uh when he starts to chase them it's actually super funny and wholesome and uh <laughs> it made me laugh uh I, I, <laughs> I thought that was really really adorable um Wanda here as we've seen in the trailers and a lot of stills amazing uh beautiful. Elizabeth Olsen classing her donning, uh, donning her classic comic book attire. Um, she says she's a Sokovian fortune teller. Um, Vision comes down wearing a costume resembling his classic comic book attire, as we've also seen in the trailers. Um, both look awesome. Vision's a little more costumey than Wanda's. I mean, Wanda's is costumey, but Vision's is like, I don't know. He, he's, I don't know. He seems a little more costumey to me. Um, uh, maybe it's just... Elizabeth Olsen's maybe just a little more flattery. Uh, maybe it's just... Vision sarcastically mentions that PHO is great with kids as they're shotgunning sodas mm-hmm. <laughs> together. And uh, Wanda says he's full of surprises. And she also mentions that like he, she kind of feels like he's not the same brother she once had. So, she's kind of on to something there. Vision wants to go on Neighborhood Watch. And... Wanda, um, you know, being a little controlling, uh, you know, a little bit. <laughs> she's like, I did not know, you had plans. Uh, it's, you know, it's the kid's first Halloween, and uh, Pietro's like, I, I I'll, I'll hang out with the quint, I'll hang out with the twins, um, and like Wanda really wants, like, you know, she's like clearly wants, like, doesn't want Vision to go. You know, obviously she's, you know, contro- kind of controlling over him, and. You know, is very uh, weary of him leaving her sight uh, because of what happened. Most likely, what happened—the fight they were having—and uh, you know, number one priority is probably Vision for her. Um, but now the kids are there, and her brother's back, and she's also completely different. So there's a lot on her mind. So Vision going on Neighborhood Watch probably is something. Um, you know, it's 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 out of her. Out of mind, out of sight, out of mind So it's a good excuse for Vision To get out of the house Um, not Not too shabby Vision Not too shabby Pietro, Tommy, and Billy are most definitely The comedic relief in this episode Even though Pietro Has some reality breaking moments It's more of like Wanda is definitely the reason he's there. And he's more like, like all these moments like, yeah, it's, it's you who brought me here. <laughs> but, like, you know, he's such a goofball. And uh, he, you know. This Quicksilver is so funny, and I really like him. And uh, him, Billy, and Tommy are uh, really—they're a blast. So, Tommy and Pietro—they have matching speedster costumes. And this, I look—I look this up. This is cl- the classic Quicksilver. It's based off of the classic Quicksilver attire from the comics. Very cool reference. Dig it. Dig it. Um, I'm gonna like do a quick little pause here. Okay. I'm aware of internet theories, people. Uh, there's a huge one surrounding a comic book villain. His name is Mephisto. Um, he's basically um, the devil. I don't know a lot about Marvel Comics, and I don't want to like get in a ring with a bunch of... I don't want to get in a theory ring and basically like read a bunch of other theories um, and go off of something that I don't know anything about. I'm just going to go off of what I know based off of the information that I have which is you know I know what I have off of these movies and the story that I'm given. So this is what this podcast is um, and I'm completely open to those theories um, and I'm excited to hear about like you know what you, you know I'm excited to hear those theories, but like, I'm not like seeking them or like basing my theories off of them. Um, that, that being said, you know, uh, you know, I am so excited to be reviewing this show. And if it does end up being this Mephisto thing, I know Marvel will present it in a way that I will be engaged as a new fan and it will be I don't know. It'll just be brought up like Thanos was, like Thanos was an end credit scene on the first Avengers movie and I had no idea who he was and I was so intrigued enough to look him up um but it wasn't like taking away from the avengers movie it was just like attack on and like i got to like build up hype to learn about thanos who he was over time so it's not like not knowing about who mephisto is now is really hurting my experience with this and i don't think like they're gonna do some like huge reveal um like it's like if you like i think this mephisto thing is kind of I'm not trying to hurt anybody who's really set on this happening, but if it, you know, this Mephisto theory, um, I think it's a little bit too harshly leaned on, but it's a theory and anything can happen. You know, anything can happen. Marvel's all about pleasing fans. They're all about also misleading and they're all about um, shocking. And anything can happen. Anything can happen. I am not closed off to anything and I'll be excited uh, any way this goes because I know it will be done right. I know it will be done right. So let's keep going through the episode. So we were a little far into the episode at this point and I wasn't sure if we were going to be outside of the show again. But now it seems like, okay, from this point forward in WandaVision, we're going to be moving back and forth outside of it's hard to say, like, the TV show that Wanda's creating and the outside world. You know, I, and it, it wasn't clear up until this point in the, this episode of WandaVision. I have to phrase it like that because I'm realizing, like, when I say episode, it, it, it doesn't... It's not clear if I'm, I'm talking about the episode that Wanda's creating or the episode of the TV show WandaVision. Um, so, I wasn't sure if it was going to be outside of... Uh, wanda's episode but it was so we were outside of the base um the energy field was extra glowy still so um that thing, when wanda went back in it you know the anger uh, is still outside the field so what i thought was a drone last week that they sent in um it was a missile so that's what made wanda angry um makes a lot more sense to me now why she was a little bit more angry um, the, this was being brought back in and analyzed by Hayward's team. I take a lot of quotes here because there's a lot, a lot that's said here. It's a lot. Uh, I believe Monica has a big part to play in this story. Monica Rambo, my favorite character, underdog character of this series so far. I mean, I do love Darcy and Wu, um, tag team, awesome team, Monica tells Hayward that she cut them off at the knees for sending in that missile. Darcy's giving Hayward a hard time. uh, Woo's giving Hayward a hard time. Basically, I mean, they're not really giving a hard time. It's rightfully giving him a hard time, really. Um, Hayward argues that if they take Wanda out, that the nightmare will end. (laughs) This nightmare will end. Then Monica goes on to rebuttal that they have no idea what will happen, actually, if Wanda dies inside of the energy field or outside of the energy field, like what's going to happen inside or outside when she dies? It's um, a great point. You know, Wanda's so powerful; she's controlling all of this energy, all of these people. Um, who knows what could happen when that all of that is just released? She's like a nuclear bomb in a sense. Um, if Wanda is the problem, she has to be our solution. That's what Monica said. And this is uh, an exact quote from Hayward. Cap, Catherine Rambeau, Captain Rambo, Captain Rambo. Sorry, I, d- I did voice to speech, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just uh, go with that because some of them are funny. Uh, Captain Rambo, you have become an inpe- you have become impediment to this mission, constantly advocating on behalf of uh, superpowered powered individuals. What's wrong with that? What? What's so bad with superpower individuals? Okay, okay, I get it. They cause a lot of destruction. I, re- I remember. Okay, Scovia courts, right. Uh, yes, okay, back to the quote. Yes, I know your history with Carol Danvers. Uh, you people who left s- still have the luxury of optimism. You have no idea what it was like, what it took to keep the lights on. So, he's talking about the snap And staying alive during those five years and what it was like being gone with half a civilization gone and you know i saw some speculation online um you know on reddit that uh that monica had a falling out with carol um some spite maybe um i don't know there was some you know because of her reaction uh to you know the Captain Marvel comment last week or the week before it and uh they said we're not here to talk she said we're not here to talk about Captain Marvel we're here to talk about Wanda Maximum but uh I kind of like to hear that you know there's a good history with Carol Danvers and I think we're gonna we're gonna get some follow-up with that Monica and Carol uh okay so he says you people left you know left with all that optimism and uh she says, "Don't use the last years as a uh, the five last years as an excuse for being a coward." Uh, and then he says the coldest thing: "Maybe it's a good thing you weren't here when your mother died because you don't have the stomach for your, for this job." yeah so i officially don't like hayward i mean i didn't before but that was freaking cold man that was cold like cold as ice so like as they're walking out um woo's like this is like not woo's pretty much saying this is like against protocol and then he just like uppercuts some random guard um so so much for uh sword not being the baddies (laughs) (laughs) I was saying, is it run that I feel safe at S.W.O.R.D. (laughs) at the beginning? Um, I mean, they have good intentions, right? Right? Uh, I don't know. But Go-Woo. Anyway, Go-Woo. That was kick-ass. Loved it. He is not standing for this. He's done. Now we're back in Westview. Okay, so Wanda and P.H.R. are out with the kids. They're trick-or-treating. All is well, normal, right? And then um, she asks Wanda's kind of like, feeling PH P.H.R. out. She asks him if he remembers the name of a kid that used to steal his boots, and then he's like, "Ah, you're testing me." This Pietro actually brings up that he knows he looks different, and then wanna ask him, ask him why? Why do you look different? And He's like, "You tell me. If I found Shangri La, I wouldn't want to be reminded of the past either." So like, there's like a lot of self-awareness going on here, um, but not really. Like, I don't know. Like this Pietro is just like a fever dream, right? Like he he, half knows who he is. He's half the guy from the other uh, from the other X Men movies. He has half the memory of this Pietro from the MCU. He's all over the place, and I love him. Uh, I I think he's fantastic, but he's also insane. <laughs> he is also insane. Wanda is always having trouble seeing what's really happening. I really wonder. I do wonder um, whether it's this Mephisto people are always speculating, or if someone is def- is pulling the strings behind this. Uh, aside from Wanda, just losing control of her powers, if there's someone pushing Wanda, well, I don't know. Wanda has a, a motivation, and uh, she might have just lost control um, in the stress of everything that's happened to her. Right? I mean okay let's just keep moving it's something to think about so wanda approaches and an an her Her, herb i almost want to say herb herb dressed as frankenstein really great outfit i mean wanda dressed him up real good he looks awesome and uh Patron Tommy are, like, in the background, zooming around, causing havoc, stealing candy, wrecking pumpkins, hashtag dream team. <laughs> um, Herb reveals to Wanda that, by accident, the Vision is not really on neighborhood watch. Uh-oh. Um, Cut to Vision walking down the middle of the street. This was in a lot of the promo shots. Really cool shot. He sees a lady sort of caught in like a loop. This is very Truman Show. Vision's got this Truman Show thing going on. If you haven't seen the Truman Show, it's this movie with Jim Carrey where like he is basically living in a TV show that's being watched by like America. And like he has no idea that he's in it very good show. If you haven't, go check it out. Um, it creates paranoia. Some people have something called like the Truman show disorder where like they think they're actually in a TV show and the world's built around them because of it. So, I mean, if you have paranoia, maybe don't watch it. Okay. Time back in. (laughs) This episode's going to be extra long. I'm I'm a little too extra talky today and it's getting late, but that doesn't matter. We're having fun, right? (laughs) Um, he sees... Yeah, so he sees this lady, and uh, like he's just, she's like looping, setting up Halloween decorations, and like there's a tear falling down her face. It's really weird, and Vision is clearly haunted by this, and he moves on, and he's walking down the street. And then we get this ad, and this is by far uh, the oddest one for me that I've seen yet. It's this claymation ad where a boy is stranded on an island... And, uh, shark brings him a yogurt called yo man. The boy can't open the yogurt and it like turn night turns to day. And then like days pass and like the boy slowly becomes a skeleton and then like dies alone on the Island. Like what the heck does this mean? (laughs) What is this referencing? I am so confused. Am I missing something? I know I'm missing something. I know it's referencing something. What is it? I know I'll read it tomorrow, and I will talk about it next week. Um, or I'll forget to. Um, but anyways, you're maybe you're telling me, obviously, it's blah, blah, blah. But oh gosh, you're so like tired right now. You don't even notice. It's so clearly the law. And I'm like, oh, dang it. Tomorrow, I'm going to be like, it's so clearly the law. Um, sorry guys. <laughs> uh, okay, so Wanda Pietro, Tommy, and Billy are walking out of the movies. Now this is where we see um, you know, above uh, at the titles, the movies are Incredibles and The Parent Trap. Um, Pietro says he's just doing his part. Uh, you know, he came to town to stir the pot. Uh, that's what you wanted, right? And uh, Wanda asks, "What happened to your accent?" And then he asks, "What happened to yours?" Uh, details are fuzzy shot in the street for no reason at all and the next thing I knew I heard you calling me I knew you needed me man so this is where it kind of I was thinking you know this wasn't any bit of the Pietro that was killed in Age of All Time this was straight up a Pietro sucked out of that X-Men universe um, the other X-Men movies um, Days of Future Past and that X-Men universe, but it seems to be characteristics of both. This Pietro has elements of those other X-Men movies from whence he came, which is not at the MCU. So I'd recommend doing a little Google search on um, this Quicksilver and Evan Peters, I believe the actor's name is. And um, if you want to do a little watch of X-Men first class x-men days of future pass um no 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 i don't know it's that series. um they're pretty good movies i think those are the first two and i can't think of the rest of the names of them at this moment um dark phoenix was not very good in my opinion some people liked it um but the act wasn't the actor's fault uh it was just kind of a messy movie anyways I they're mixing realities here and you know, he remembers getting shot. So that's very interesting to me. Now back at the sword military base, undercover now, Darcy Wu, Monica, Dream Team, hashtag Dream Team. Um, they are hacking in via Darcy into the system and um they wanna get in uh they wanna get the the, the data on Hayward's devices that are we saw flying into previous episodes into the force field. We are like, I was like, what is that? I don't know what those are. We'll find out later. That's what those are. And what they find is a little pretty interesting. Hayward is tracking vibranium, decaying vibranium, meaning he is tracking vision. He's able to see the whereabouts of of the people of Westview via where Vision is. So where Vision is, he can kind of see, like, life signs, kind of. Um, And, like, basically, like, an accurate head count is what Wu says in a sense of, like, people's well-beings. And he's, like, seeing people on the out... Wu's seeing people on the outskirts of town. He's like, are those people alive? And then it... uh, We we get on the outskirts of town with Vision and um, now mostly, like, everyone is frozen it's really creepy and at this point vision just like drops the co- the, the costume and he uh, just starts flying up into the air and he gets a vantage point offering pretty much a bird's eye view of the entire city One end of the city is bright and bustling you can like even hear the kids laughing and then the other side is completely dark except for one light. Which he flies down towards, and it's a car stopped in the middle of the road. Agnes is in the car, and she's in a witch costume. Um, Vision asks what she's doing there, out so far side out, so far outside of town, and um, she's like asking where town square is. And Vision's like, uh, Vision, uh, Vision's like you don't know this This is the town you grew up in and um he touches her head like he does with his former colleague and wakes her up sort of you know and uh she immediately recognizes him as an avenger and she even calls him by name and he's like what's an avenger <laughs> and uh she's like am i dead and uh, he's, he's like why because you are and she's just screaming "Dad!" dad, dead, dead, dead! dead you screaming at him, and uh, he's like, "It is my intention to reach those outside of Westview and make. I don't, I'm not trying to do a vision intention uh, impression. I just love him, uh, and make and make more sense of our situation. Um, no one leaves. Wanda won't even let us think about it. And then she starts like laughing insanely, like maniacally. He touches her head again, and she goes back in quotes to normal, and. He says, I will fix this, Agnes. And she says, "Okay, dokie, neighbor. And she drives away. Um, I'm a little bit sus. Okay. I'm a little bit sus of Agnes right now. Um, everyone's Halloween costume has had a real intention behind their character this episode. Agnes is a witch, so I wonder what that means for her character, and if she is maniacal and in some way manipulating this situation. Um, I've definitely seen speculation of that online, too. Um, But I'm not trying to dogpile that theory. I just feel like that one has more weight than um, Mephisto, which I don't know anything about, and um, I don't know. I'm seeing some... um, I don't know. seeing some signs of maniacal intent. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm getting some vibes from uh, Agnes, but I could be wrong. That's what that's what I'm thinking right now, though. Vision walks through the field towards the energy barrier. Uh, meanwhile, Darcy and Monica are finalizing their plans to go back into Westview. Darcy warns Monica that going back in is changing her cells on a molecular Level, Uh, So Monica, but Monica is so dedicated to helping Wanda that it doesn't even matter to her, the risk. I'm completely seeing superpowers coming to Monica, and me being the Marvel noob that I am, I'm almost completely confident that there is probably, obviously, a big comic book backstory to this character. I have a very generous, awesome friend who uh, recently ordered me uh, the Marvel Encyclopedia. So I may be using that to reference uh, post episodes in the future. Um, and we may be yeah we may be using that. Let's see. And uh, contradicting exactly what I said moments ago about not knowing any of that stuff, but maybe we can learn together. You know, we can learn together. Yeah. Okay. So back with Wanda and Pietro. Uh, Pietro starts Talking about the episode, like the actual episode, <laughs> like that's happening around them, and uh, contemplating um, about the world that he's or- that she's orchestrating around them, and uh, like he's asking her, like, "How are you even doing all this?" And Wanda, Wanda says that she remembers feeling alone, um, like, and feeling and like feeling nothingness. I'm like, I guess when he asks, "How are you doing this?" like how, it's like, how you brought me back from the dead. Like how you brought me here. And then she looks away from him. And then when she looks back, he's pale and like ridden with bullet wounds in the exact same spot he was shot in Age of Ultron. So, that was disturbing. And it was kind of reminiscent of when Vision was shown in that episode, I believe, 4 ending. With... Uh, the stone ripped out of his head, and he was all gray and disturbing. Very disturbing. Yeah, so, meanwhile, Vision starts making his way, making his way through the energy barrier, and I had to pause here. I couldn't imagine what he was going to look like on the other side, just like I said, like, what is he, like, what, what's going to happen? What, is he going to, Is he going to be gray? Is he going to, you know, is he going to collapse? Exactly. It was as dramatic as you could think. At first, it looks like Vision is coming out of the portal, looking completely normal. Uh, Infinity Stone intact. For a second, I thought he was bringing the Mind Stone back into the regular reality. It was in sign. But then, you know, the scene starts to unfold. And. It was really dramatic. It was hard to watch. Um, The reality starts to break, and the energy field starts to pull him back in. And he starts to break apart, and he's starting to get destroyed very slowly. This is the third time we are seeing Visioned slowly destroyed on screen in the MCU, and I am not okay with it i need to see vision destroy somebody now he needs to fight he is laying on the ground in pain far too often he is he has been tortured enough and i think he needs to make it out of this show alive he deserves to live i don't know come on people do you re- do you agree with me <laughs> this is this is hard on this guy he's such a hero all he wants all he's in and all he's doing you know he won't really i don't think he technically can survive outside he really can outside without wanda's powers of the barrier yet all he wants is to get out and to help and save the people in it it's so tragic billy feels something is wrong and literally hears Hayward say he really wants out, doesn't he? About vision, Hayward is such a he's something else, isn't he? Um, Billy tells his mom and Pietro that that uh, you know what's going on, and um, Pietro says, "Yeah, your dead husband can't die twice, right?" <laughs> trying to be snide and she uh, Wanda Wanda blast him with a burst of energy and she tells like she gets real serious She's like billy you really need to focus and tell me where your where your dad is and just when i think wanda's somehow gonna like get to vision really fast somehow and run to his aid and like physically fight and save him and pull him back in or something sh- it's the exact opposite she her eyes turn red again and she closes them and everything starts to glow everything and we see outside the the base the military base and the boundary starts expanding and hayward hayward and the it's so good to see the bad guy you know it technically is hayward's like the secondary bad guy like he's the good he's the good guy who is annoyingly bad and we don't like him um, as an audience. We like Wanda is bad, but she's pro antagonist. I don't know. It's like it's so tough. It uh, th- this is what makes it a great show. So many, so much confliction and uh, like the characters and their actions. Anyway, uh, you know, Hayward is freaking out, and poor Darcy is handcuffed to the car. I'm. This is insane i I just you're really comfortable at this point in the show with the boundary being where it is it hasn't moved Wanda has left it where it was. you know that that Westview is where it is like Wanda hasn't drawn that line any further you haven't really even in your mind like the show hasn't let you think that it can move for some reason you're like comfortable like I am in or at least comfortable in that like she's not gonna move it, but now it's like. It's like hurricaning towards everybody It's insane Um, Even Monica and Wu Are driving way down the road In a car and it seems to be getting close to them Um, I think they're absorbed by it They're almost absorbed by it if anything It catches Vision And it saves him It goes over Darcy But we don't get to see what it does to her Yet it goes over a helicopter and it turns the helicopter into a hot air balloon. I love this. It goes over soldiers, turns them into clowns, it goes over some more soldiers and turns them into mimes. It goes over a big military vehicle and become, and it, that becomes a funnel truck. And now I want funnels, funnel cakes. Hayward is the only one. That seems to get away. He's like radioing, to a, radioing into a squad and he can't get anyone. Um, one of his soldiers gives him like a funny little remark. You know, like a little look. And uh, he's freaked. You know, he's spooked. He's spooked. And, um, yeah, the final shot is... We see Scarlet Witch open her eyes. It's not Wanda, man. Scarlet Witch in her iconic comic outfit. Um, I know enough about the comics to know that you know I've looked up Scarlet Witch since the you know Age of Ultron. I know what she what she looked like in the comics. She looked so cool in this episode when she put her hands down and the red beams uh, came out of her hands, and you know her eyes glowed, and then like all people stomped and. Oh my gosh, the be the beam she's getting so powerful. How powerful is she? Holy lord. Oh my gosh, what a freaking episode. Now, like, Darcy's in there, everyone's in there, Woo is in there. I, it's it's like a matrix, and we're moving forward in time towards, like, regular time now? Like, what, what are we gonna do when we get towards, like, 2012 when, like, Avengers happens? Is she gonna, like, rewrite, like, reality like the Avengers didn't happen? Or are we gonna get towards... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, there's three episodes left three episodes left um if i'm correct they are going to be action-packed awesome episodes uh i, I can't imagine we're going to get some early 2000s like i don't know what they're where they're going to go with it i, I wonder if we're going to get like a mockumentary i think if i'm correct in one of the advertisements i saw something uh, mockumentary related um by the way, now that we're through this episode, what did you think of it? Was it crazy? Did Were you as excited about it as I, I was? Last episode was longer, and I talked more about this one. I think there was just a lot more um, meat and potatoes in this one. There's a little more to unpackage, uh, for me at least. And did you see the new trailer for Hawkeye and Winter Soldier? I did. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Excited for it. You know we're going to be covering it here on Marvel Maniac, and MCU after show. We got Hawkeye. We got, well, Winter Soldier. Oh, and you know who else is back? Yeah, we got that baddie from Captain America Civil War, Zemo, and... As I said before, not a big comics reader, but I know a lot of the iconic comic costumes and stuff. Uh, He's going to be donning his classic purple mask in that show. The trailer was very cool and I think it's time Falcon had some serious, even more like centered action scenes. This looks like it's going to be another one uh, to just unfold, unravel, and I can't wait to get to it with you later in the year, but we have three more WandaVisions to go, and boy, oh boy, I can't wait to unpackage them with you. This has been the longest episode yet of Marvel Maniac at MCU After Show. I am so excited to have you here today. Uh, thank you for coming by um like i said all theories uh comments uh anything we uh marvelmaniacpod at gmail.com i want to hear from you rate the show uh Please leave a comment on it in the section on whatever you you listen to your podcast on. It goes a long way for the show. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel Maniac Pod. Um, We accept donations at Mr. Honest Podcast on PayPal. Everything goes back into producing the show. Um, Mr. Honest Podcast is the base of this show. Go check us out if you really like this, what you're hearing here. And we'll be back next week for episode 7 heaven of WandaVision. You take care, Avengers. Disassemble. Until next time.